0: The following episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Elizabeth Clark, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katska, Irene Vierito, Laura Pickren, Devious Pop Tart, Natasha Rowlerson, Richard Cree, the Cam Family, Charles Compton, Dustin Troop, Rebecca Miller, Edvard Arnoff, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, along with all of our generous patrons.
1: Twenty
2: Radio, your gamers roll. WWW.D Radio.com.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eberron Renewed Feed, where we are playing the second game in our one shot. Kids on Bikes, my name is Jeff. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Eric. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Here we go. Uh, It's just, it's honestly just muscle memory.
3: Okay, so when we finished the last one, we had the, as the audience had the, uh, the ability to see something
1: it almost seemed to be spontaneously created in the sky above the woods drop. And we know it's out there somewhere now in the woods. And eventually I'll figure out what it is and bring it back into the story. Um, But the other part of that is that Rick with his special ability that I don't even know that he knows that he has. Rick is force sensitive. (laughs) Can we not? Can we not on this one? Star Wars is out. out.
4: Rick is totally a Star Wars nerd. How can Rick not be a Star Wars nerd?
1: (laughs) I mean, Rick can say whatever he wants about Star Wars. That should have been something you defined about this world. You could have declared that Star Wars (laughs) never came out. You had that opportunity. Yeah, that'd go great (laughs) with our audience. I mean, he can say whatever he wants. Just don't expect any of the NPCs to be able to jump in with you. That's Uh, fine.
4: I would assume that if a 14-year-old boy told anyone in the real world, yeah, I'm Force-sensitive, it would not cause most people to jump
3: in with him.
1: (laughs) Oh, I just meant any illusion, but yes. force. Okay, anyway. Um,
3: woke you up from a dead sleep cold sweat but it wasn't just like I woke up from a nightmare
1: there's just such a weird feeling and you don't know why but you know you're unsettled and Okay. You, you can decide go ahead and answer this for me uh, I won't make you roll for this one are you able to get back to sleep that night? no probably not okay um, we don't need to necessarily go into what you stay up all night doing, even if it's just trying to fall back to sleep. So you are now tired because it's the next morning. Sure. And we're, and we're heading to school. Now, Alex, I, I, here's how I envision it. This is, it's all one campus. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely very much, obviously, different buildings. Um, I think I want to make you three all have the same first period. What do we what are we going? What class are we going to here? Just homeroom. No, it? I want it to. I want it to be a, oh, okay. A class. It can be an elective. It can be history. History. All right. You guys have first period history. Okay. Um,
5: microengineering.
1: <laughs> all right. You guys have first period history. <laughs> and um, where does Rick sit in the classroom? Uh.
4: Rick sits midway back and on a side where there is a, he sits all the way to one side so that there's a wall adjacent to him.
1: Okay. Wall, not window. Either way. Um,
4: one edge okay. of the room. There are not okay. people on both sides of him.
1: Okay. And you, uh, back row by the door. All right. And where Stephanie sit? Right in the middle of everything. Okay, smack in the middle of the classroom. Sounds good to me. Just wanted to kind of get an idea. Okay, so we are in this class. The teacher has not shown up yet. Um, you guys obviously don't have to interact with each other. But one thing that everybody notices is that Rick is not on his A game right now. He's clearly tired. He may even be sleeping at his desk. Would Rick do that if it class hadn't started yet?
4: Not unless he just literally just, pat, just was so exhausted that he fell asleep. He, yeah, would, he would not, yeah.
1: I don't think any 14 year old is so exhausted after one all nighter where <laughs> they still got some sleep that they would fall asleep, but clearly tired. Um, mm-hmm. The bell rings and your teacher enters. And she walks up to the front of the class and she has in her hands two large cases like just big plastic carrying cases and she puts one down and she pops it open and she says class i have the most amazing opportunity for us And she reaches down and she pulls out of one of the cases a
3: huge
1: late 80s video camera And she pops it up on her shoulder and she looks through the viewfinder, you know, kind of really is hamming it up here. And she
3: says, we have two of these. Over the next two months, I'm going to split you guys into four groups.
1: And you are going to get to take a camera and make a video history project. How awesome does that sound? Do any of you react at all?
4: Uh, Rick doesn't, and that's unusual.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I think she kind of looks at you. She's like, how awesome is that? And then turns and she's like, yeah, Rick, can I? She counts on you to have some enthusiasm for this sort of stuff. And, and like, you're and, the only person that was like, diorama? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: And Rick. Um, so Rick is uh, is. Wearing one of his many pieces of unusual outerwear, um, which is a, a a clearly like very clearly old military surplus like poncho that opens on the front, he wears it because it resembles a cloak. Um, and he just he just kind of has it wrapped around himself because I, when I have not slept enough, I get cold. Like that is one of the things of when I'm exhausted, I get, I get cold. Uh, and so I'm, uh, and he sort of, um, what?
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, Duncan laughs at that. At that. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. Settle down. What I said was you are going to have an opportunity to create a video history project. You can, you can tackle it like a news report. You can do a reenactment. You can make a documentary. I really want for you guys to let your creative strengths shine while you're doing this. The only thing I ask is, we don't stray too far into historical fiction, okay? And that it has something to do with, if not Pineville, Central Wisconsin.
5: What's the teacher's name?
1: Mrs. Delancey. I don't know why that was
5: funny to me. I don't either. <laughs> um, Mrs. Delancey.
1: And there is a deep sigh. <laughs> yes, Stephanie.
5: Do we get to choose our own groups or are you like going to assign them?
1: I'm glad you asked. I recently found out about something that I've never heard of. Did you know that they make dice that aren't just six-sided? <laughs> Yes. Well, it's new to me. Um, here, here's what I'm brute forcing this. She, she gets out a D20 and a random table and lo and behold, guess who's in the same group? Of course. Yeah. I mean, obviously I have to get you guys in the same group. I needed to figure out some way and I didn't want to just place you guys there because there's no good reason to do that yet. Uh, but there are 12 students in your class, which I feel is probably appropriate. Um. So she divides you into four groups of three. Three groups that don't matter. <laughs> well, let, me, let, me, let me tell you about them. Four guys like, oh man, I can't believe I'm in your group. And the guys like, God, yeah, this is gonna be so much fun. And um, Mrs. Like, oh.
5: Delancey, can we reroll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great.
1: I'm afraid I've lost the dice. So, um, I'm gonna give you guys some time.
3: Uh, with your groups today. For the for the rest of this class with your groups. You know, I take it back. Wait, how many people are in our
1: group? I take it back. Three, just us three, three. OK,
3: I'm taking it back.
1: Oh, try to decide if I want to put an NPC in your is, group. Is I don't Mrs. Delancey taking it back? No, 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 no. No one's taking anything back. I, I, I want to put an we, NPC in your group. I'm not go gonna for not it. Put an NPC in your group, so you can do it. We don't care because no, I because no, I, no, I, I don't want to have to Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Philip will play him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, No, so, yeah, so it's you three are the group. And I
3: think that everybody splits off into their groups. And Mrs. Delancey says, "Um,
1: Now, I've not yet decided, I don't want to force upon you when you're ready to make your video. So I'm but we you can see we only have two cameras. So two groups need to step up and go first. Come up with their concept and get ready to shoot first. And then the other two groups can use them afterwards and we only have these cameras for 6 weeks.
3: Okay? So um So take some time, figure out what you want to what you want to to, to, to cover and
1: how you want to do it. And then we'll move forward from there. But your assignment by the end of the day is to give me a proposal on what you're going to do your lesson on and how you're going to present it. Are you going to do a reenactment? Are you going to do an, a, a, a news program style? Or are you going to do something documentary style? So go ahead and get into your groups. And we have 20 minutes until the end of class. So let's see. That's a very short class, but it, that's how we roll now. So let's see what you come up with. And as everybody's getting into their groups, she goes over to your group and kind of looks at all three of you lingering the longest
3: on Rick and says, remember, this is history, not historical fiction.
1: And kind of like pats you on the shoulder because. What time of year is this She does like you, but she also knows your recent. I'm weird. Huh?
5: What time of year is this again? If we decide.
1: Uh, we're gonna to have to say this is like towards the maybe it's the last six weeks of school. That's why you're doing this cool fun okay, project. Because cool. it it definitely yeah, needs of, to be end of the year project. Warm. So yeah, <laughs> this is your this is your final project for this class. Um
0: Duncan, after Mrs. Delancey walks away, looks at Stephanie and Rick, and after a beat, stands up and walks to Mrs. Delancey's desk.
2: hmm
0: <clears throat> Mrs. Delancey, listen. Um I've been working more hours um, at the mill, and uh, I i just, I don't have the time, like, during school hours, I'll do whatever you need me to do, but I don't have time to run around with them after school,
3: filming projects, like, I, I have a job. Everyone in town knows what happened? Oh, yeah.
1: At the very least, they know your dad's gone. They may oh, yeah. not know why or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I think Mrs. Delancey is definitely,
3: um, definitely sympathetic to that, but I want you to roll me, I think you're trying to play to her empathy, empathy.
1: yes? Yes. I mean, you're also, you're, you're stating facts, but you're trying to play to her empathy, so I need you to roll charm
3: for me, but it's going to be pretty easy. Two. <laughs> Yeah, you, you get an adversity token, my man. You, I can't make it. It's not that easy. Okay. I think Mrs. Delancey looks at you and she says, Duncan, I know that you
1: have are, are working. She doesn't say have to work. She's not going to be a jerk about it. I know you're working, and that that's very important, uh, both you and 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 your family, and I don't want to jeopardize that, but can you at least commit
3: to maybe
1: weekend's when you're not working, can you go out and maybe do some film? There's a thing, I don't know if, how much you know, but there's the, a the thing called B-roll. And if you can convince your group to do a documentary style, you're going to need a lot of B-roll, which is, you know, just panning across, let's say you want to talk about Founder's Cabin, panning across Founder's Cabin, panning across, you know, the, new, the, the current town square, um, maybe just some shots of
3: the woods or something like that. Do you think you could commit to doing that much for us? whatever and he walks back to the group okay where's Duncan work the mill the lumber mill he's working at the sawmill okay so go I think that Mrs.
1: Delancey has some pull with a manager out there maybe they all both grew up here and they've known each other for a long time and she she says would you like for me to talk to Mr. Peters And maybe I can explain to him the situation and maybe we can modify your hours. You'll get the same. We'll make sure you don't lose any hours, but we
3: can modify them so you might be free on a weeknight to work with people or something. And, like, Duncan, like, I think even Miss Delancey seems, like, overwhelmed for a moment and then just says, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay, well... None of, this is not a directive.
1: I'm willing to work with you on the amount and the level of involvement you have. But what I certainly want for you to have is input. So why don't you go back with your group and you and I can maybe do some work on figuring out ways that you can contribute um, down the road. But for now, let's make sure that your voice is heard in the planning stages. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Duncan.
2: And as
5: he goes back to the group, he overhears... Rich, I just don't think that a poncho
4: is good for your body type. Granddad brought it back from Europe and it's awesome.
5: Vintage. Okay.
6: Did you uh, tell him Rich?
4: Yeah. He doesn't he, he stopped correcting her. Uh um, I just wanted to make sure. Rick has pulled up his big messenger bag which has a uh which is sort of a big canvas messenger bag with a patch sewn onto the front of it from the U.S. Forest Service. Uh, and he digs around in it and comes up with one of the many books that are in it. Uh, this is by Ralph Bloom, and it's called The Book of Runes. Um, it, through which he's been teaching himself to use the, the Norse runic alphabet. So obviously I think we should focus on the runestone. I mean, it's the most interesting thing in town and we could talk about the archaeologists who have come and checked it out and the translations uh, of the the accounts that are on it uh, about the settlers and the, the, you know, the people who claim it's a hoax and all that stuff. I think we could, could do an a expose on whether it's for real uh, and whether or not the Viking king on the runestone is actually buried underneath it
5: okay but like whatever we do can I
3: be like the face of the video
0: I, I I think we should work together to like create the uh the script Uh, Stephanie if you want to like in post like during school hours read whatever we come up with I think Rick and I should be the ones that like take the time to go out there and do the filming and stuff and um, I think, like, after school and stuff, you can just keep doing what you're normally doing. I don't think you need to spend any extra time doing that stuff.
3: Just as inviting as always. Okay, I think that... You know what we're going to do with this? Uh, contested. Your charm.
1: Uh cool. Hey, I... Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, so, it's we're going to do... I don't know if this is the thing in Kids on Bikes, but I'm going to do a straight-up roll-off. It's going to be Duncan's charm versus Stephanie's grit to see if he can convince you to
3: basically not be on camera a lot. Four. Three.
1: <laughs> okay, I think the outcome of this is what you've done is you've definitely talked her into ADRing. You've definitely talked her into doing all of the voiceover. Um, I just can't imagine that you're going to totally give up being on camera, though. But yeah, like, you have definitely you look at yeah. him and, 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 and that sounds like a pretty good idea. Getting your voice all over this thing also sounds pretty good. So. OK, Yep.
5: fine. I mean, I guess as long as we have like credits and my names on it. Sure.
1: <laughs> Does he need to convince either of you to go with the, the runestone or are you guys both OK with that? That's fine. I mean, it's
0: from from Duncan's standpoint like I I think being in school together long enough um possibly even having done group projects together before um if we can land on a topic that Rick's passionate about he's going to do most of the work and cool okay so
5: yeah and I think Stephanie is kind of feels the same <laughs> 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 knows that she'll get a good grade okay that's because- fine
0: So, yeah, like, I think it's a good idea, Rick. Um, What do you want to do documentary style? I think that would be uh, best suited to letting Stephanie put her stamp on it.
4: Yeah, that's probably good. If you're cool with
0: not being the face of it. I know you're super into this stuff, but.
1: uh, No, no, it's it's cool. Okay, interesting, interesting, interestingly enough. I don't think that Duncan has work today. Okay. Hmm. So I think it's a great opportunity for you to get some B roll and just go ahead and start knocking down some of this, some of this stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't
0: have a shift today at the mill. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I can. Go ask for the camera and we can get started on filming if you want.
1: Yeah, great. Sooner better. Don't Duncan roll brains for me. Brains? Mm-hmm.
0: Five. Boy,
1: you wish you could remember where that rune is though. <sighs> hey, um Rick, where where
0: is the rune exactly? Oh, I can show you.
2: <laughs>
0: uh
4: Okay, cool. And, I mean, Stephanie should probably come. I mean... Well, Stephanie can't.
5: Neither of you drive, so... I guess someone has to take
4: you. Yeah, she should totally come. shes I mean, if she's going to talk about it, she needs to be able to appreciate how awesome it is.
0: Like, and Duncan feels incredibly uncomfortable in this moment, like... Bringing, like... He looks at Rick, like hoping that he would just, for some magical reason, get up and walk away in this moment. Um, Stephanie, what, a, what about Alex?
5: I mean, you weren't planning on working, so he'd be with you anyway.
0: Well, somebody needs to watch him.
5: Well, lucky for us, both of his watchers are here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's sounds like it's dangerous or anything.
5: Charm? Mm-hmm. That's uh, a five
1: <laughs> okay honestly it was gonna it was it was low because what i was really rolling what you're really rolling for it's gonna have to happen because yes, yeah that's yeah. The, the the facts are the facts you were kind of rolling for how okay with it all the, the alex coming along yeah of it all yeah uh, you were gonna be so it's happening it's happening you're resigned to it you can decide how yeah excited about it you are since it was such a low
3: roll Okay, um, sure. So I'll, um, does one of us need to go up and like check
1: the camera out? Like, yeah, I think, I think that would be, I think that would be a, a good way to, to to close it out is uh, the three of you go to see Miss Delancey to let her know what your proposal is. Let's say we fast forward to the end of class where you've written the proposal to turn in and when you hand it to her,
0: Rick has written the proposal. <laughs> sure,
1: Rick Rick has written the proposal. Here's a here's a question. Rick, is this is this a a history of the facts of the rune or is this an investigation into the truth of the rumor?
4: Oh, it's definitely an investigation into the truth of the rune of the, of the runestone.
1: Right, and the rumor that there's a dead king underneath and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um Okay. So I think Ms. Delancey takes a look at the proposal and she says, um, Okay, you three, this is really interesting. I assumed somebody might do something about, you know, the, and she does big air quotes, the Viking history of our little town. Rick bristles. Sure, 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 sure. (laughs) Like visibly. I just want to make sure. That if I allow some
3: speculation or maybe some acknowledging facts about the runestone, we also get some real concrete
1: corroborated history about maybe the time period that we did have Norse settlers or... Or, or or, something like that, like some real concrete stuff in addition to rumors are an oral history, oral histories and cultural histories are important. I want for you to talk about that, but let's make sure we get some real concrete stuff in there as well. Does that sound good? Yes,
5: Mr. Lancy. I promise we will get the exact date that rock showed up.
3: You don't get a response. <laughs> you get a
0: That's Rick's face. Like that's that's Philip just. Yeah, Philip is very quizzical (laughs) right now.
1: I think she's I think she looks at you for a while and she goes Great. (laughs) (laughs) So, um I think this is a great proposal. Since you guys turned yours in first, I don't have to tell you to change your angles on anything. I think it's gonna be wonderful. When do you think you're gonna be ready to start? Maybe Obviously, I know there's research that needs to be done, but we can start shooting
4: today. Duncan has the day off.
1: Well, but Duncan, what are you going to shoot if you don't have any history looked up yet?
0: Well, we can go up there and get some B-roll
1: shots of (laughs) the hill. She's just waiting for you to say that's the whole reason. (laughs) And Eric looked defeated <laughs> as an Eric right before he said it, because he walked right into my trap. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a great idea. And she, she assesses Stephanie and, and Rick, and then she hands the heavy box to Duncan. <laughs> now, and I think this is true of her. I know that I can trust you guys to be careful. I'm not going to tell you to be careful because I trust that you You know this is expensive equipment. What I am going to say is this is borrowed equipment. So in addition to careful, try to be respectful of the fact that it's other people's property. Great. Bell rings. I think that even at the class change, Alex is either trying to impart some sort of important information, important information, to Duncan, or just catch some time hanging out, being seen hanging out with his babysitter in at school. Right. Go ahead. as everybody's exiting the classroom, Duncan hangs
0: back. It's like Miss Delancey, this is first period. Can I come pick this up at the end of the day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I hand you a camera, Duncan?
0: You handed me a big box of heavy
1: equipment. Yeah, put it down, whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you'll carry that camera all day.
5: And then as he walks out in the hall,
6: he sees Alex and Stephanie.
1: Okay, so did you find Stephanie?
6: Um, yeah, I went and found Stephanie. Okay. And um, Alex is like, you know what tonight is, Stephanie right on television my favorite show's on remember um oh my god Alf! how can you forget alf (laughs) alf yeah alf is awesome we're gonna get to watch it right um what time does it start again i think
5: it's at seven o'clock okay well we have some um we have like a movie to make or something and so we're gonna make a movie yeah you're gonna come with us
6: can we go home? Are we going to go home first so I can set the VCR?
5: That is up to your brother. Here he
6: is. Well, I mean, he's not working today.
5: Uh, hey. um,
0: Yeah, Alex. Uh, Stephanie and I are in the same group, so we have to go together to do this project thing. But um, yeah, we can run by the house and set the VCR so you don't miss Alf. It'll be fine.
6: Okay. Uh, oh, I I could take my comic books.
0: Yeah, we'll also need to leave a note for mom so she knows that uh, we're going to be home maybe late. I don't know. Uh, But just in case she gets off work early. Uh, So.
6: Okay, so we're going to make a movie.
0: Yeah, we just got to go out there and shoot some landscape shots of a hill. Like, it's a weird rune thing that our Uh, classmate Rick wants to do.
6: That's not,
3: that doesn't sound fun. Do I get to be in it? Um. So no one's like apparently actually in it, but
5: we like talk over it. I don't know what's happening, but they're gonna tell me
6: if I have to go.
0: You can. Um. How about for a couple shots? Um. I'll let you like focus the camera and pick where we point the camera and
1: stuff. How about that?
6: Yeah, that'd be cool. You to be like the director. Oh, awesome. Cool. I-, I like that. Great. I was gonna. Ha- I was gonna make a roll for
1: it, but sure. <laughs> okay. Um unless there's anything any of you would like to do with the rest of your school day, I think we will jump to the last bell of the day. I assume that Alex has a standard meeting point with each of you. And he's, you know, one thing that I know about kids on schedules is they know their schedules. Uh, So I think wherever he knows, it's your day since you don't have work. So wherever you two are meeting up,
3: you're both, heading that direction yeah um so we just walk home yeah i think
6: we don't get to ride our bikes
1: we probably can't afford bikes everybody gets a bike everybody (laughs) everybody gets a bike you would have had bikes long before your dad
6: Um, i'm a kid on the bike
0: (laughs) one thing that i would just like to establish about duncan's character if it's okay to inject a scene before we leave school yeah totally absolutely um like, and I, I don't know exactly how this plays out, but, um, like one of the older kids, maybe like a year younger than Duncan or Duncan's age, uh, while Alex is waiting on Duncan to like meet at our meeting spot by the bike racks or whatever, um, maybe is like, cause like we said, everybody knows about dad leaving, mm-hmm. um, like picking on Alex about that fact.
6: And that fits with Alex because Alex gets along in his mind better with older kids. Yeah. And not very well with his peers.
0: But I just like I want to establish that scene so Duncan can react to it because it. it's kind of part Absolutely. of his Absolutely. um his deal. Um so I don't know if you want to role play the kid picking on Alex or what, but
1: Yeah, let's do that. Let's have um I don't want to make it like a kid Duncan's age, right? picking on Alex. That's just or is that what we want? I mean, yeah, like that's what I would like
0: for how Duncan is going to deal with this situation.
1: Okay, like, sure. Then we've got a kid. Uh, let's put it somewhere in the middle, a year behind you, but yeah. still significantly ahead
3: yeah. of Alex. Um, I think. No, I'm not gonna do that yet. Okay, so yeah, I think I think
1: that uh, maybe maybe your last period of the day is an elective, and in a school this small, if it's Uh, you know, the electives are all kind of right there next to each other. So maybe you're coming out of art and this kid's coming out of crafts. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This kid's coming out of music. It's a culture. The gym would be a different building, but this kid's coming out of music. And I think it's just something simple. You're being absent-minded. You're spinning. You hit him with your backpack. Is that fair? Sure. So this kid has a I think he he just you hit him, he grabs your backpack as it's like right as it's hitting him, swings you around up against a locker.
6: Hey, stop it. Oh, you're that Dozier kid, huh? So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh leave me alone. Give me my backpack. Yeah, let aren't go. Are you kind of
1: tired of people leaving you alone lately? Oh. Okay, so Look, you want to you want <laughs> jerk, I mean Yeah, 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 no. I'm I'm
0: with <laughs> it. Um so Duncan was like speed because he saw the physicality and hears the comment, and just from a full running sprint, just goes to punch this kid in the side
1: of the head. Roll fight. What? No, no. Roll the two. Oh Plus no! One,
3: this works better. Like, okay. Here's what I'm going to give you. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to give you because. I can't let you hit him. Yeah. I, obviously not. But what I will do is... What's your grit? My grit? Uh-huh. Uh, 10. Roll, roll grit as well. 9. Okay. This is great then. I think what happens is
1: you swing at this kid. And they're against... So what it is is he uh, Alex is pushed against the locker. This kid is back to you. Pressing him against the locker. A fist grazes by him. He can feel the wind. He can hear it. Passing his... Slamming into the locker. You didn't mean to miss. But you're scary enough that you know exactly how to turn a near miss into a threat. Yeah. So he obviously spins around.
3: He probably already knows who threw it. What do you say? Keeping in mind, you have already passed this. You are going to... Scare him because I had you yeah. roll ground already. Um, Don't kill him,
6: Duncan. Nice. Um.
3: Actually,
1: you know what? What if I give you something? What if? What if the fist comes? He spins around and he goes,
3: "Oh, honest man, I didn't mean. I did. I didn't mean nothing by. It. I'm just messing around." Leave. He kind of looks at you like. Genuinely confused that you haven't thrown another punch
1: based on the way you look. And I don't think you necessarily have a reputation for this, but just looking at you and he knows what he just said. Mm -hmm. I think that when you give him the opportunity to leave, I mean, gone, like walks past his locker. He's like, I can get it tomorrow. Yeah. and Out out, out
3: the nearest door to fresh air. You okay, Alex?
6: Yeah, I was going to hit
3: him. But that thanks though. Let's go home and set the VCR. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Great. Um, so I guess you guys made plans based on this that you were going to
1: each go home and take care of some stuff. And maybe meet up a little later after school. <clears throat> um, I think for the sake of everything you picked up the camera since you could just carry it to your car and not like bungee cord it to your butt, <laughs> banana seat. Yeah.
3: Nothing you could got...
0: go wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we've said the true believer is Rick's grandpa. Give me a little insight into Rick's home. Does he live with grandpa? And that could be does grandpa live with his family or is he raised by grandpa? What's up?
4: Uh Rick lives with his, I was thinking about this. Rick lives with his grandfather. Okay. Um <clears throat> I I don't know exactly what has happened to Rick's parents. Uh, I'm open to input on that. Uh, I only know that one of them, because I was trying to think what what would, that would be good for this. One of them was a uh, one of them was a ranger for the Forest Service. Um, but as I say, I don't know what became of uh, what became of them. But yes, Rick it lives with his father with his grandfather uh who's presumably at the shop um actually i think rick and his grandfather might live in an apartment above the shop
1: that's exactly what i was going to say i think yeah. there's definitely an apartment above the shop i think that yeah. back in it's like on the old square yeah back in whenever rick's rick's granddad bought this building yeah and every, and that's just the way things were back then you, you, mm-hmm. if you didn't live above your place of business you rented out the place you're above your place of business so yeah. yeah i think i think you guys live above the shop so on days that you want to just get home, maybe you go in the back fire escape entrance on days yeah. you want to talk to granddad. Ga-ding, ga-ding, yeah. ga-ding, ga-ding. So is that one of those days?
4: Um, you know, I was about to say no, because he's really tired, but I think that it's more interesting for him to go through the front. Um, so I, I think that's probably what he does is he probably goes in, goes in the front. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rick, uh, Rick goes in, um, ties up his bike okay. outside or um, locks up his bike outside or just leaves his bike outside I because think it's the calls, small town where there's no one, no bike thieves.
1: <laughs> I think Granddad either calls you Richie or Ricky. Which one do you prefer? I know Philip hates shortening his name, but this is that's a granddad true. in the '80s. No, you're right.
4: You're right. Uh, I think it's got to, it's got to be Richie for some reason. It seems okay. like it's got to be that's Richie. That's, uh,
5: that's my name for you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, yes, and and Rick thinks of you like I think of those people who who without permission uh, call me Phil. Um,
1: <laughs> the second time. Yes. Honest mistake, yes. first time. <laughs> yep. After that, um, we're mortal enemies. Okay, so I think, uh, I think you walk in, you hear the ding ga ding. Yeah, there's yep. nobody in there. Uh, your granddad is just reading another. I assume you got that book from your granddad, the the book yeah. by oh, Ralph yeah. Bloom. Yeah. So I think he's just reading another one, and he looks up and he says, "Oh, oh, hey Richie. Um, hey granddad. How was your day?"
4: It was okay. I was up most of the night. I don't know what I just, I, I don't know. I woke up, I don't know if I had a dream or something, but I woke up with the weirdest feeling. and I just couldn't, I just couldn't get back to sleep. So I've just been, I just been out of it. I was nodding off in class. Like it was, it wasn't great, but we have kind of a cool project and they let me convince them to do it on the rune stone. So that'll be fun.
1: Oh, I think as soon as you say project and Runestones stones grand adds up and yeah. he's gathering more books and maybe some maps. Right. Yes. Definitely, that's definitely what we need. Def- definitely. Definitely <laughs> maps of the ley lines. Yeah. And like he grabs them all as equally, um, equally, um, why can't I word tonight? Uh, equally reputable for- reasons. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <sighs> To him, they're all factual. Sure. But so there's some ley line maps. There's books on the actual history of the uh, Scandinavian people in uh-huh. this part of the country. There are definitely books about, you know, magical histories. Like yeah. Um, and he, I think I think he's gathering his, and he's talking in his head. He's like, oh, yeah, definitely this happen." And, oh, I mean, what's even the point if you don't talk about the ley lines? And, and, right, right. And he looks at his hands. He's got like six books and five maps. And He goes. <laughs> Am I doing it again? <laughs> Uh,
4: no, I mean, this will be, this will be great. I, I have to, I mean, it's a school project, so I gotta, I gotta filter it, right? You know, they're gonna, they're gonna want me to stick with the more, the more mainstream stuff, but, um, but no, I mean, having everything gives me all the resources and I pick what's gonna I, work,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. And granddad's proud of hearing that. <laughs> uh, now, now two things, Richie, first off, um, don't do all the work yourself. All right?
4: I mean, it's got to get done.
1: I I understand that. And I don't think you quite understand what I mean. I know that you would do great work. But you, you need to make sure that everybody else gets a chance to read some of these. We need to keep make okay. sure everybody knows. We can't let this stuff be forgotten. And I sometimes feel like you and me. He totally thinks you're into it, whether you are or not. Sometimes I think you and me and these, you know, the kind of random strangers that make their way here are the only ones that still know the truth about it. And another thing, you mentioned your um, not being able to sleep last night. And I'll admit, you know, when I woke up, old people wake up early. (laughs) when (laughs) When I woke up this morning, I don't think I've ever heard noise out of your room when I wake up and I heard you shuffling around in there. Is everything okay? Yeah. I, I,
4: like I said, I just, I just woke up in the middle of the night and I don't know. Sometimes it's like when I have dreams that freak me out, I can't get back to sleep. So I just, I just stay up and read or something like that. And it's just, you know, it was just one of those nights.
1: I'm sure it's fine. It's not a problem. Okay, well, promise me that after last night, even with this new project and all of this information I just handed you, maybe don't stay up reading all night tonight. I'll do my best. Okay. I'll see you for Alf.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: Would, wouldn't miss it. <laughs> Do you know what night Alf came on? I assume Friday, but
6: maybe. I don't know. It's just yeah, I don't, charming. I don't know. not a charming don't conversation.
1: Okay. All right. Uh,
4: yeah, he he takes, like, the whole armload of books up to his room and starts sort of, as much time as he has, sorting them into books that my teacher will to- tolerate and books that my teacher will not tolerate.
1: Okay, yeah, I think that's smart. I think that's smart. Um, however, I do want to know where the ley line map ends up the
4: ley map is
1: definitely going with us uh, okay.
4: because it's awesome and um just i mean any, and i think that the you know the person who drew it who did the ley line map like did you know a, a border of the the runic alphabet all the way around it and all sorts of cool things because you know people who are into ley lines are also into all sorts of cool awesome things uh and sure. So I think it's a cool map and uh, and so Rick Rick is definitely going to take that with him. Um uh, to to show the others and because he's convinced it might still be useful. It might still be It might still be useful even if they even if they can't get away with using it in the documentary. He thinks it'll still be useful.
1: Okay, awesome. So let's cut to Stephanie. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Going home. Having to explain that, no, you're not babysitting tonight. Hey, you know what? Answer, answer me this. Why is Stephanie babysitting if her family is wealthy and she kind of just gets to use her dad's credit card if she needs something or wants something? Um, Is it this, what you were talking about? Just that she likes being idolized?
5: I mean, she likes that and she just likes to get out of the house.
6: Oh, Sharon's wanted right. to have some responsibility. <laughs>
1: and her parents make her. <laughs> okay, so, so she... Perhaps, you know what I got it. I, I think I think that maybe Rick's not the only one that's noticed this change in Stephanie, and her parents. While they are wealthy, they want you to get some, um, yeah, some responsibility. You need some sort of job. They make you get a job, and you thought, well, babysitting. sound I mean, what am I gonna do? Just sit there and you know watch TV while they also watch TV. Shoot, it does not work without texting your friends. Uh, anyway, so yeah, okay, I think so. Um. Tell me a little bit about your family.
5: Um, so the, they're wealthy because they own the... I uh, we calling it a mill? Uh,
1: they can own the sawmill or they can be... If that, I mean, that's what you want them to do, that they can do that. Or if you really want like a level of wealth, they don't own the sawmill. The sawmill is contracted by them. They own the logging operation.
5: Okay, that's what—that's more of what I was thinking. Like they own like the basically they're the head of the business that happens.
1: So it's sort of thing. Anybody who works at the sawmill has any wealth because your family deigns to still use this sawmill as their operation. Yeah, they're a third-party thing. I think that sounds great. I mean, this is putting you in like, like a real wealth bracket, like a yeah, yeah, okay, cool.
5: I mean, probably definitely the most wealthy in town. I would say.
1: I think that sounds great. I you think your dad maybe <laughs> probably did a stint as mayor or something? Because this is the kind of town where yeah. the guy who owns the business is probably the mayor for a while.
5: And definitely did Duncan a solid, giving him a job.
1: Listen. <laughs>
0: <You> know what?
2: <laughs>
0: it, it might be true, but Duncan has that reaction. Like,
2: <laughs>
1: listen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so. I think you go home. I think dad's working. Uh, I think that he, you know, is genuinely. He, it's not a big enough company that he can. It's not public. He's not just living off stock stock options. Yeah. He's there every day working. Um, this sort of wealth allows mom to choose whether or not she does, and maybe she has a shop or does something part time. But she's home
3: when you get home yeah, from yeah. school. Okay, and I think. Do you do you do you bring the camera inside or do you leave it in your car until it's time to go?
5: I think leave it in the car. It's too heavy.
1: Okay. Okay. Fine. <clears throat> that makes sense. I just that was gonna be I mean, a way to start a conversation. Uh, but we we can just be like, hey. So. But but we cannot. Well, I was gonna say I just
5: came home from cheer practice. So oh, okay. Be, so yeah. that
1: maybe that's why they went home so, is because yeah. you had to have cheer practice after school before you do anything else. I think that sounds great. Okay. So you're home from cheer practice, and uh, I think when you come in, you're you're uh, I don't. I think maybe your mom doesn't even try to talk to you yet because. Tell me if I'm wrong. Stephanie, not a fan of being sweaty or potentially smelly or gross. Yeah, so it's like shower time as soon as she gets home. Do you do that, or do you want? Do you decide you need to tell mom what you're going to be doing? I mean,
5: she, I, w- I would have said, I kind of pictured mom as like Amy Poehler's character from Mean Girls, like daughter's best friend because she doesn't really have friends because <laughs> she's just a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> like she just wants to be cool and hip and, um.
1: If that's, what you, if that's what you want, we can find a compromise. But
5: I think, I think, so I think Stephanie finds mom a little annoying, so she just kind of tries to make a beeline for her room to go and get ready and leave again.
1: Okay, in that case, I think that I'll change up what mom's reaction is going to be. I think that as you're walking by, <clears throat> she just kind of goes,
5: Well, how was practice? Mom, I like really need to go take a shower. I have a school
1: project to work on. Okay, bye. And that one's over. Uh <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, really? That's that. That's fun. What? What's the project?
5: We're like making a movie or something, but like no one's in it. I don't know. <laughs> you're like, you're making a movie. Yeah, I have a camera in my car.
1: Oh, honey, I think maybe you should bring that in.
5: No, it's like really heavy, and I'm already really gross, and I need to clean up because I have to go meet <sighs> Duncan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, and we established Duncan broke up with you, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I think as soon as you say I need to go meet with Duncan mom's in action mode, she's walking over, she's grabbing hands. Oh honey, no, why did you just why did you put why did you say you would work with Duncan? <sighs> Gross,
5: mom, I got I was made to do it. It's me and Duncan and Rich.
1: <laughs> she thinks for a second. I don't think she's a I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's I bet I think that she probably spent mm-hmm. a lot of time as class mom. You know when you guys were growing up. I think that she's that kind of, I, and I think so. The first she says is, "Honey, Rick, who? <laughs> Pick your battles. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be clear. Mom saying the stuff about Duncan is not to disparage Duncan. It's to protect daughter's heart. Um, yeah. She says, "Well, I'm really sorry that you ended up. I hope." goes well. If you need to leave, you can leave. If you want to talk to me, I'm always here for you.
5: Okay, I'm going to shower.
1: <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> boy, you know, I'm not trying three times. Her uh, <laughs> mom's not trying three times. Okay, I think with that, you go up to shower. I think mom goes out to your car and brings the camera in because she, like most people, doesn't really know a ton about this stuff the newer tech like you guys almost certainly have an old video camera yeah because you have that sort of money that you would be an early adopter but i also think it still works why would you buy a new one they were not in that age yet yeah Yeah. functional obsolescence so she like you know for all anybody knows on a hot day under the Car windows.
4: (laughs) The camera will melt. It's gonna melt, or 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 the film in it's gonna melt. Yeah, Yeah. the film will melt.
1: Yeah. So I think mom, because she cares, goes and gets the camera and brings it out. Don't expect her to take it back into the car. You should have been responsible and brought it. You can take it back. But, um, okay. So I think I think I think that's it. I think you get you go. You take your shower. You get the camera. You roll your eyes. You take it back out to the car. Who are you going to pick up first? Um. Let's timestamp this. It's four fifteen.
5: I'm going to go pick up Duncan and Alex.
1: Okay. Head into Duncan and Alex's house. Do you get out? Do you honk? Do you have a special honk that Alex responds to and comes out? What's up?
5: Um, I think I go to the door because I'm excited to see Alex. Okay, great. So, and I just, I like, I'm enough, I feel enough at home in there that I could just kind of, not necessarily open the door, but be like,
2: you know,
6: Alex, I'm here. <laughs> like, Duncan, Stephanie's here as he's wolfing down. Cookies. He's been in the cookie jar.
1: I want to ask you, uh, I want to ask Stephanie a question. I want to ask Trevor a question about Stephanie. I'm not insane. Uh, (laughs) um, I am. (laughs) Obviously, their mom's not home because she's certainly working because she's a single parent now with two children. Um, And part time's great. And in the 80s, you could, you could at least kind of do this more easily. I'm not going to say it was easy. Yeah. But yeah. um, I, I'm guessing here that you, if not, if you don't have a good relationship with the mom, you've certainly made a good impression on yeah. the mom, because I'm sure Alex only talks about the good things about you. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to get that out out of the way just in case. But, so that's why you feel, you really do feel comfortable, even though it's Duncan's house too, since he's normally not there because he's working, you actually really do enjoy being mom. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I think it's cool. Okay. So you go to pick them both up. Cameras in the trunk. What do you drive? Oh,
5: I don't know anything about the '80s. A Delorean. <laughs> no, you absolutely don't. drive kidding. <laughs> you Mustang. Drive you drive something you can get
1: on a lot in Eau Claire. That's a city in Wisconsin. It's a decently sized city. In <laughs> I was Wisconsin. like, you said
5: words I don't have never heard. I'll um, get okay, Madison. So it's just, a, it's just a uh, let's do a Ford. Um.
1: So. Maybe something with four doors, but still a little sporty for the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I still make
6: the Bronco cool. then? Would she have like a- That would be cool. Yeah. Like yeah, a Ford can, Bronco? Yeah. Sure.
1: That sounds awesome. You, you got a- you gotta. A sporty Bronco. And I don't think it's new. I don't think they would- that, No, that. it's dad's old car. Perfect. Yeah. So it's probably really tricked out because dad bought it for yeah. himself, but it's not new, but it's nice. Okay, good. Cool, cool, cool. Definitely four-wheel drive because Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> it snows there. I know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, because of the cheese. All right, so you go up to the door. <laughs> you, you go, you go up to the door. Who answers?
0: Um, I, I would think that, um, yeah, I, I like your Alex is eating like yeah, probably he's... nothing good, but no, <laughs> so cookies. Alex is eating so cookies. Dun- Duncan would answer, would come to the door. Okay. Like, um, Duncan opens the door and sees. Oh, hey, come on
6: in. Is that Alex? I mean, is that... What's your name again? Stephanie? Is that Stephanie? Alex
0: is just finishing up uh, after school snack, and then we'll head out.
5: Okay. Um. Do you even know where Rich lives?
0: Yeah, he lives in that weird shop with
6: his grandpa. Ew. Okay. Alex comes bouncing in. You want some cookies? Oh, my God, Alex. Yes. Thank you. You want the cookie, Duncan?
0: Sure. Thanks. Um...
1: And then I. Okay, no, fine, that's fine. Now here, the the only question I have for you is when you guys get in the car.
3: This is the eighties. There are no rules. Who sits where? I imagine Alex just running for
0: shotgun, like.
6: You got it. That was it was just because Alex is like, I got shotgun.
0: Okay. And Duncan's just like, okay,
1: whatever. Right. And I drive. That's all. That's all. I was just wondering, I was wondering if you would try to get in the front seat or if you would try to get, in the I, front I seat. don't think Alex affords me the opportunity Perfect. to do. That's so. fine. That's all I to know. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, we head to, uh, to Rick's place. Rick, you have, I think finished your separation. Do you come back downstairs and wait downstairs with grandpa
4: or no, uh, Rick, <coughs> uh, Rick goes, uh, I imagine the apartment is pretty small. Um above the shop because I just tend to assume that it, it would be. Uh um, yeah, I don't
1: I I don't think that there's any I don't think you guys are cramped, but there's certainly like like you don't have an extra bedroom or anything.
4: Right. Sure. So Rick's uh personal space uh is on the roof of the building. Uh he goes out and up the uh the fire escape stairs uh to the to the roof of the building where he's got a whole bunch of scavenged old furniture and boxes and things like that. Um, and a, uh, a, a flag he has made, uh, probably when he was younger. Uh, and this was at some point a fort and now it's more just his hangout space. Um, and so he's up on the roof w- watching for them to come.
1: Okay. I want to know. What can you see? I obviously, I, I know you can see the woods from your building because they're mm-hmm. expansive. Just looking yeah. at the horizon is woods. Can you see the forest line, though? Can you see the river that separates the town? Are you guys on that edge of town? Just one. Yes, they are. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. Not for right now, but that's good to know. All right. So the Bronco pulls up, you know what she drives. Everybody knows what she drives. You know, not a lot of kids I think have their own cars. So, right. um, Uh, So Rick grabs his, his bag, which he has
4: changed out some of the books in for some of the useful, the the ones he thought were going to be useful for, from his grandfather. Um, He uh, throws on the poncho cloak, uh, grabs uh, a, a, A a walking stick um, that uh, belonged to one of his parents, and goes out the door to the Bronco.
0: Did we establish an exact year? No, we didn't. Okay. Um, Would you like to? Nineteen
1: eighty-six, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I think on the drive over, um, Duncan, part of his part-time job, like he's been saving up for a long time working. And so out of his like backpack that we he would have brought with him, uh, because I assume Stephanie would turn the radio on to
5: Oh, it's Pat Benatar, just Which okay. you
0: know, Duncan wouldn't loathe as much as some other uh artists of the time.
5: Yeah, I mean but she rocks. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um but Duncan But it's love as a battlefield. Over and over. <laughs> and over. Um, uh, her and Alex are jamming out, but Duncan has been saving up for a long time and pulls out a bright yellow Sony Walkman and puts the headphones on and hits play um, on a new cassette that he also saved up to pick up uh, Metallica's "And Justice for All" and is just sitting in the back seat, kind of looking out the window, bobbing on the drive over. So yes,
1: have we established?
0: Okay. So, since that album just came out, it is 1988,
1: just for everybody to... Let's <laughs> get <gonna> it, <laughs> It's just, It's just for me. Um, I think, literally, I don't think you could possibly be anybody else that cares. Did you really just kind of get into the metal scene after Dad left? It was a way of just filling your... You fill your brain with the sound, you don't think about the other things. Yeah. Did you start growing your hair out then? And if so, how long has it gotten... Um, because you weren't into metal in the late 80s unless you were growing like oh, yeah. your hair yeah and uh, does your so, hair
4: grow long well or does it grow like mine and yours
0: that is a, that is exactly where i was getting i am playing a game and then i'm acting out fantasy so it's not going to be terrible like my hair Just is so richard <laughs>
5: simmons on. fro um
0: no <laughs> um so yeah i mean it was elementary school and now i'm what a sophomore like in high school so oh it was that long ago now uh, yeah because we were establishing oh. that like dad leaving is what kind of oh right i
1: forgot that you pulled that back this question is not as fun anymore cuz it wasn't just re- within the last couple of years yeah it's, you've been digging it okay um I, uh, my apologies this is this was a dumb road to take no no leave it <laughs> in, wasn't leave it in leave it in for accountability it was a wonderful road to take yeah tell me more about your hair eric <laughs> <laughs> It no, I think his hair, the his
0: character hair is significantly long because like he like, I'm not saying we were from an affluent family or like button down, but like had a reason, like a reasonably short haircut, like, yeah. uh,
6: obviously we can't afford a CD player yet. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but like his hair would be well past his shoulders at this point.
6: Okay. Like,
1: I can, I want to impose something. Yeah. Um, if either of you just messes with something you already thought of, let me know. I think that when your dad left, the one good thing about being from a small town with steady jobs, um, is that the upheaval of your dad leaving was the only upheaval you guys had to deal with. You didn't lose where you lived. You know, mom was able to keep that going. Maybe even it was already you know paid off. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, so I, I I just want to put that in there that like. You don't hate dad because when he left, everything else fall apart. Yeah. You hate dad because he left, and how dare he? Yeah. Is that... Yeah. Fair? Okay. Um. Okay. So, car pulls up. Do you just... Hop off the roof and through the <laughs> superhero pose. through the open sunroof. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I've rigged go.
4: up a, a, a rappel line and just slot.
1: <laughs>
4: um,
1: no, no, he, uh, he, he. You've got a dumb waiter counterbalanced by this first <laughs> story Indian that is out in front of your granddad's shop, which by kind the of <laughs> way, he should take down. <laughs> uh, no, he 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 comes down the
4: stairs. That makes sense. <laughs> and out the, um, out the front door. I think just playing
0: into our relationship a little bit. Maybe when we pull up, um, you start like you might start to get out of the car, and Duncan like pull like sitting behind you pulls up and reaches around you and honks the horn to like <laughs> get him out and says, "No, his grandpa is like three times as annoying as him. You don't want to go in there." And like
1: sinks back to, into the back seat. You rat. <laughs> now here's my question. Uh, this one is relevant. You know you're going to pick up Rick you know what Rick only wants to talk with you about. Do you leave the headphones on as a way to avoid talking to him or do you immediately rip them off
3: your head thinking, oh God, he's going to ask me what I'm listening to.
0: Like, no, I I don't like rip them off because like I said, it's a mild annoyance of being caught in a situation where there's no escape. Like, Like, we're going to do something. We're working together. So like, Duncan's not outright mean to Rick. Like he doesn't find Rick intolerable. It's just like, it's just the one, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. it's a car ride, like, whatever. It's it's the situation that we're in, so.
1: Okay, I think you guys, you get in the car. Does Stephanie know where the rune is? Or does she have to rely on... Yeah, I mean, on... I
5: think everyone knows. She just doesn't really get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like... You know there's a rock that people make a big yeah. deal about. Sure, I think <laughs> that's fair. Um, Okay, so you guys drive to the rune, and the goal for the day really is just to catch some B-roll, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, Rick is going to
4: try to convince everyone that it's awesome.
1: Here's what I think happens. I think that, and you tell me if this is not okay. Stephanie, you're there, you're looking around, you're not necessarily interested in helping compose a shot or anything. I think that maybe, Rick, you've taken Alex up to the rune. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're kind of pointing out the, or the rune stone, pardon me. And you're kind of pointing out which runes you remember what they mean, Mm -hmm. you know, just because somebody wants to hear it. Yeah. And that rules for you right now. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's not your grandpa wants to know what you know about runes.
4: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally reading sections of
1: the rune stone. Okay. All right. Duncan, you've got the camera out. You got it up on your shoulder. You're scanning, panning, doing well, as far as you know is getting B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> now you're smart enough. To I know. That. He just whipped it around. <laughs> you're smart enough to know about that. But I think what's happening is you're, you're you're doing a pan. It's like the forest, the tree line, right? Because this this rune isn't in the forest. I think maybe it's just across the river. Okay. On like on like a on like a hill. So you're panning the river and the tree line thinking, oh, this is great. This is really good B roll. I'm it. I'm so good at B roll.
3: <laughs> and as you keep going, you get to the rune. And you stop for a second. You tell me what you feel when you see. Rick, who at most is kind of annoying to you. And your little brother and your little brother seems really into what Rick is showing him. Um. Ashamed. Okay, there's some shame. Yeah. Um, like, double
0: whammy of, like, seeing Alex so engaged and excited about Something,
3: um, and all, like, and the inverse of, like, I, I don't, like,
0: he also feels ashamed of, like, the way that he treats Rick from time to time, and, like, clearly, like, Rick cares about this stuff, too, and, like, it's just, it's a mixture of, it's sure. a cocktail of shame. And I
1: think that <laughs> shame, I think that shame does cause you to linger on the shot. You, your panning has stopped. Yeah. And you're, it's one of those things where you start to think the thought and the thought overtakes your actions. Mm -hmm. And since they're already in the viewfinder, you're just looking at them. It doesn't seem suspicious because what are you there to film, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like anybody's like, why are you staring at those two? (laughs) But while you're filming, you know, you're, you got one eye closed, one eye up to the viewfinder. From over the back of the hill, you see like, you know, a hairline and then. A forehead, and then it's just clearly somebody coming up from over, you know, just somebody walking. It's not huge. Yeah. <laughs> from over the horizon, 60 Whoa. foot wide. No. I mean, pretty clear, pretty quickly, it's just some, some young woman who's older than y'all, you know, maybe within five years of, of you older kids come over the horizon of the hill. Mm-hmm. And stop while this is happening. This rune is being read. And seem really both interested, but also angry. Philip, I need you to make a grit roll. Who? Uh, Seven. Yeah, you vomit. Um, oh, I think you're in the middle of. So, yeah,
4: Rick is Rick is I mean, he's got the, the cloak. He's got the hood brought up. He's got his his staff in his hand. He's sort of leaned down on uh, Alex's level and he's reading through the runes. And he said, and so this is where um, <clears throat> this this sort of border area where you see these figures drawn. It's uh, they've just added sort of stories into the margins and they're explaining about the dwarves making the uh, the, the, the silken cords. Uh, to bind uh, the... Oh,
6: gross! He's sick! Rich is sick! Oh my god, Rich!
2: Okay.
6: (laughs)
0: Are you establishing that Alex calls him Rich too because (laughs) Stephanie calls him that and that's your frame of reference?
6: (laughs) I think Alex may call him both.
1: (laughs) Okay. I think that all happens. You, who are filming it, you probably chuckle a little bit, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody's yeah. And Then
1: little. what do you do? I mean, I I think I stop recording and take the ca- you stop recording. You take the camera away from your face as soon as that viewfinder is off your eye. Guess who else is no longer in your field of vision? Oh man, there's just two people up by that rune stone, and none of you saw anything that looked anything like a woman.
5: Oh, damn
1: Chris! End of episode. Thanks everybody for listening. I hope you like it. Uh, <laughs> find us on all the socials at Geek Pantheon. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash the Geek Pantheon. Um, guys, again, if let me say this. We are between campaigns. This is a great time to tell other people about the podcast. If you are going to encourage them to listen to this, definitely, definitely tell them it's not normally what the podcast is like, okay? <laughs> because it's normally uh, helmed by someone competent. Um <laughs> But thank you so much for listening. Uh, Check us out on social media. Get involved. Uh, Hope you're having fun. And we'll catch you next week. Uh, Oh, yes. Hit us up with a plug for another D20 show. Yes, we are proudly part of the D20 Radio
0: Podcasting Network. Um, If you head on over to d20radio.com, you will find under the podcast tab all of our shows and all the other wonderful shows we are uh, a part of the network with, including the Shared Sagas Podcast, which is an Australian actual play episode, uh, actual play podcast, um, and right now they are doing the um, Waterdeep Dragon Heist uh, module from D&D 5E uh, and they just dropped episode 34 um, so definitely go give them a listen if you enjoy D&D actual plays um, and yeah anyway back to Jeff okay yeah that's
5: it I'm Jeff I'm Philip. I'm Trevor I'm Eric
6: I'm Randy catch you next time <laughs>